Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, all of that from the gang here at the NFFC. Today is Tuesday, December 26th. I feel fat right now. I ate way too much. It's me and Derek here with you. Tom, he's he's sleeping it off. He really ate too much. Derek, do you eat too much? Actually, no, I don't think. I mean, I was so busy. There was so much going on. Like, I just would find time to... Last night, we sat down and had a big lasagna meal with my family, but other than that, go. it was three days of kind of just so so busy, just munch and grab stuff stuff on the go. Then today, I drove up to my, my hometown, the thriving uh, metropolis of Hibbing, Minnesota, so I'm up at my parents' house <laughs> doing this. Got the kids out of the house for three days as sort of a extra gift to my wife for Christmas, so she's going to just uh, batten on the hatches and probably paint a couple of rooms and just do whatever uh, women yeah. do when they're alone for three days. Uh, Hibbing, Minnesota sounds cold even before today. It's minus 12 here. I kid you not, folks. It's minus 12. This is the 50th anniversary of the Ice Bowl. Is Sunday when it was minus 13. was minus 12 here. What is it in Hibbing, Minnesota? It was, uh, we got here about an hour ago, it was minus 21 without the wind chill. So uh, they're, they're saying tonight you can't go outside. The wind chills are going to yeah. be approaching 50 below. So yeah. we're... Uh, <laughs> It was minus 30 with the wind chill here. It got to, like, minus 40 in some places around here. But people don't realize that's cold. Now, we live here, and when it gets below zero, it's cold. But when it's 12 below and, like, an 18-mile-an-hour wind, that is freaking cold. Yeah, not a whole lot you can do. I mean, literally, you got I mean, you got to go out and start your car every couple hours if you don't have a plug-in. Other than that, yeah, I mean, you're inside, you're watching movies and doing whatever. But uh, hopefully we get a break. doesn't sound like we actually get a break for about three oh. or four days either. So uh, maybe by the weekend we'll be all right. But Jesus. Oh, New Year's weekend is going to be cold again. So oh. it's going to be below zero. So we're, we're with this for at least another week. But let's talk about some guys who are hot. And that would be Scott Kelly and our friend Jeff Dawson of Hyannis, Massachusetts. Jeff is always with Sean Childs. He teamed up with Scott Kelly this year, and guess what? They won $80,000 in the NFFC Classic. They drafted from the 12th spot, and they won $100,000 in the Rotowire Online Championship, drafted from the third spot. I mean, these guys just killed it. And uh, they also won the combined prizes of $5,000. Of all the insurance I take out, I didn't take it on the Classic and the Online Championship. I apologize, but what a great double-double, huh? Yeah, unfortunate they didn't pull like a classic primetime where they get the extra yep. seventy five thousand. But again, what a, I mean, just a great feat to actually win two contests like that. One of classic being a fourteen team and the online being a twelve team. And uh, you know, I believe I, I thought I looked at their rosters last night. I believe they had Todd Gurley and DeAndre Hopkins on both of them. Uh, yes, so they did. They did. Yes. You know what I mean? So Todd Gurley, what did you say? How many points did he have the last three weeks? Which is our playoffs. 123.1. He went 49.6 in week 16. He had 45 in week uh, 15. He had 28 point something in uh, week 14. So I think it's the highest three point three week total, 123.1 by any position player in our history. 
I, I have to imagine. So I remember you, we, we were talking about Ladania Tomlinson. I think two thousand one yeah. had a had a monster three week total, but I do not believe it was that high. No, no, it's unbelievable. He carried every national champion in the NFFC. Had Todd Gurley on the roster. There you go. Which is appropriate because yep. this is a guy whose ADP was falling. I mean, uh, he was going 24, 25. Give Scott and Jeff credit, man. They drafted him 2.3 in the Classic, so that was at 17th. Yep. And then they drafted him 2.3 in, uh, oh, I take that back. They drafted him 2.10 in the online championship, so that's 22. So they went and got him, and then they got Hopkins at 310 in the online championship. Wow. So that's 34. Yep. Yep. Hopkins fell to 34, and they got him 3-3 in the Classic. So that's 28-31. So they did a great job. you got to admit that. Yeah, that talk about uh, having a strategy and having it work out for yep. you beautifully. I, I love it. I love to see things like that where guys guys go get their guys in multiple uh, situations and end up winning two huge national titles. So great job, guys. And uh, we have a little back and forth on Twitter with them. They're definitely coming back to uh, to defend those titles next year. So good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would, too, if I won both of them. Hell, I'd be defending for the next 10 years and say, honey, look what I did for us. Look what I did for us. Hey, speaking of what he did for us, how about Dion Lewis? You know, this is a guy, and again, they had him on both teams, and you held on to him in reserve, and you hoped that he would get that chance. He gets that chance in week 16. He puts up 32.3. Gurley, 49.6. Deion Lewis, 32.3. You're looking at 81.9 points from your two running backs. And there you <laughs> How go. Does that add up, huh? Oof. Nice job. Yeah, that's uh, that's talk. Just, I mean, everything coming together. Right there for you, and that, that shows you how you win national contests. Yep. So let me. I'm going to give you a Scott Kelly and Jeff Dawson's draft in the classic. Okay, they drafted out of New York City. So you you were probably I was there. there. Yep, I was there. They were sure. too. They got the 12th pick. They took Brandon Cooks first. Todd Gurley in the second round. Third round reversal comes back, which we love. Third round reversal. Absolutely. Hopkins gets that one. Then Kelsey in round four. They took Kamara in round nine. Deion Lewis in round 10, and Jared Goff in round 17. They had a couple of nice free agent pickups, but nothing that took them to the top. It nope. was their draft that took them to the top. Let's talk about the Roto-Wire. They took Antonio Brown from the third spot. Then they got Gurley in the second round, Hopkins in the third round, Deion Lewis in the 13th round. So, again, these guys knew who they were going yep. after, and you got to give them credit, man. That was just a great draft. Both two fantastic drafts there, and again, paid off for him. Nice job, guys. Hopefully, uh, you can be tough to put together back-to-back -back years with rosters like that to have everything fall into place, but uh, yeah, great job. Great job, Jeff. I know you're going to be out in Las Vegas. Bring Scott with you for March, and uh, you're buying the Coronas, baby. you got about $185,000 <laughs> in your pocket. You're buying the Coronas. I'll buy them after you buy them, but uh, you buy them first, all right? Here's a good one for you, Derek, all right? Paul Dietzman, he's been with us since 2014. Minnesota guy, right? Trimont. Trimont, Minnesota. Sadly enough, I don't know where Trimont is. I, I know most small towns in Minnesota. I do not know where Trimont is located. <laughs> Rob did not know where that's located either. So you guys, get your Googles out and find <laughs> out. Rob said, I've lived here my whole life. I don't know where Trimont is. I said, I lived in Wisconsin my whole life. I never heard of Iola before I interviewed up here. So <laughs> maybe it's as small a town as Iola is. But Paul Dietzman, a great job. He does a lot of drafts with us. He did four prime times. This one he took to the house. He actually finished third in his league. 
and he was like 364th out of 509 teams or some, no, it wasn't that one, that was the online championship, those guys, but uh, in the prime time, he was like 140, and he just got hot in the last three weeks. Michael Thomas from the 10th spot was his first pick, then Gurley at 2-3, Hopkins at 3-3, picked up Dion Lewis uh, for $38, and Fab, he picked up Jared Goff the first week of Fab, $38, and then Kenyon Drake he picked up for 273 so he did help himself through Fab there. Yeah, great job, Paul. Nice pickups. And, yeah, we're seeing a lot of similarities on these uh, winning rosters as these guys just have monster weeks during the playoffs. And they're tough to, tough to beat guys with uh, can put together teams like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got it right now. Paul Dietzman was 86th heading into the championship okay. round. He is third in his league, and he ended up winning it all with a big, big three-week total. So great stuff. All right, I want to talk about one more, Derek. The Cutline Championship. Oh, boy. This, this was the wildest championship we ever saw. Yep. Nicholas Izzo of Brooklyn, New York, took out one cutline team, and uh, he just hit the house yesterday. He made the final table of 12 owners, started out ninth, and then there was just five owners that were so close to winning going into the Philadelphia game, and uh, it came down to the last minute. Let's see. Let's get this right here. Matthew Davis was leading. Yep. 22 seconds left. He's got a chance to win $60,000. Mark Zetkowski has uh, the kicker, Jake, Jake Elliott, Elliott yep. for Philadelphia. He hits a 48-yarder, 4.8, to move him ahead of Matthew Davis. He's got 60000 in the bag. There's three seconds left. Then Derek Carr happened. Then Derek Carr happened. He's throwing it all bad and stuff. Three seconds left. Philadelphia, of course, gets the ball. Takes it back. The defense scores six points. And Nicholas Izzo, who was in third just 22 seconds ago, has the Philly D, vaults ahead of both guys, and wins $60,000. Mark Zatkowski is still crying right now. And I'm crying for him. I turned the TV off with three seconds left. I figured the game was over with. In How about you? Insane. I, oh, my God. Derek Carr. I, I feel bad. I mean... You don't. I mean, you feel great for winners, and you feel bad for guys that obviously were there and fell down and lost on a play like that. I mean, it happens. That that play swung tons and thousands of fantasy championships across across the country, no question. Uh, it's just Derek Carr. He's been so bad for the last two months. I I just I oh, I just feel bad for that because it's just I couldn't imagine if I'm sitting there and all I need is them to just anything else in the world can happen besides a defensive TD and you lose on that. I mean it. Obviously, that sticks a sticks a fork in you, but it, you know at the same time you still, yeah. So Matthew went from sixty thousand down to fifteen on uh, in the yeah in the span of about yep. thirty time thirty seconds of game time. So just goes to show you these contests come down, and we said it you know going yep. into the week that it's going to come down to the last the la that last game. There was no question. There was a ton of players guys had in, in on both of those teams. So there is the most extreme case you'll ever see i think of yep. coming down to a last play so congrats to all those guys as well what a what a pickle there at the end mark Zadkowski won $25,000 for finishing second but he was up by 1.23 points and then he lost by 4.77 by the pick six or, or the six points by the defense unbelievable isn't it i would probably but, send uh, Derek carr a nasty little uh, letter through the mail <laughs> if i was him Tell me what happened. I turned my TV off. What happened? I saw this. I, I, you know what? I was actually I actually was sitting there watching the game, and I was looking. I was reading, uh, and I was kind of flipping back to the Timberwolves because they were playing at the same time. And I <laughs> I, I flipped it back, and I see Philly running 
uh, into the end zone with the ball. So I didn't yeah. even bother to replay it. I I, I, yeah. I, re- I just I figured it's Derek Carr, right? He obviously turned the ball over and they and they ran it in. So uh, like, like I said, I was watching the whole thing. There were three seconds left. He had thrown. He looked terrible. He looked really for, bad. For and two months, he's looked that bad. He just had to get 30 yards downfield, and he throws an out pass. It's terrible. He throws one at the knees. I was like, I can't watch this anymore. It's 13-10 games over with. He's not going to do anything. Yep, that was crazy. All right, a couple more we got to point out here. David Hubbard, he won the platinum. He won $150,000. He could have had Antonio Brown. He had the fifth pick, and he took Mike Evans instead of him. But who cares? Because he ended up winning $150,000. David Hubbard, great, great job. He had a great uh, end of the season in all these private leagues that we had. I know he wants to win the Classic, the prime time. But $150,000, $150,000, you got in the Platinum. Great job. Larry Schechter, he lost Antonio Brown in the playoffs. Thought he was doomed. He ended up winning the Diamond. I think he won $70,000 in that one. And Michael Edelman and Scott Kaplan, they won the 14-team ultimately. Great job, Mike. I know you love that one as well. Kyle Crawford, he was new to the NFFC this year. He won the September 5th Ultimate 12-team league, so that was worth $36,000. And Chad Schroeder also won a 12-team Ultimate. That was a September 8th draft. That was that one we threw together at the last minute. We got 12 guys, and Chad ended up winning that one. So those are all great contests. We'll talk about some other leagues that you guys won, the Supers and such like that. But, wow, that's some uh, doing right there, isn't it? Yeah, just a fabulous year, too, uh, with all those guys. Uh, other than uh, Crawford being a new guy, all those guys are yep. are very, very good players that have won lots of money over the years playing with us. So that just goes to show you, it, uh, you got to get in. you got to get in to win, and, and anything can happen, right? You, you stick Absolutely. it out. So it, not as long of a marathon as baseball, per se, but it's still <laughs> something you got to stick with, right? It's a, it's a 16-week you know, yeah. grind it out, get it, get, you know, fab picks, draft picks, uh, it, they all come together to, to get you that finished product. Well, there's no doubt. I mean, the draft is so important, but in football, fab is so good. I mean, it's so, so important. You look at the guys that got picked up this year. Listen, Tom and I, we won the FSTA Congratulations. Give us a little bit. Yeah, yeah congratulations. Yeah. We beat Howard Bender, but uh, here's how we won it. We needed a tight end, and we picked up Antonio yeah. Gates. We had Jesse James, who ended up with a zero, and Antonio Gates was the number one tight end, 20.1. We won by six points, and it really was that pickup that did it. It was unbelievable. So, yeah, you got to keep on picking up, and in these rules, it allowed you to pick up people, and uh, that turned out to be the difference. But we were down by, like, two and a half points, and we had Jake Elliott, and it was a bad first half, but he's got a 33-yard field goal, and that's going to do it. He misses it, yeah. wide right. <laughs> then he doesn't get another chance through the whole third quarter. I texted Tom. I said, we're doomed. No, we're not doomed. I said, we're doomed. Well, then he finally got one more after the turnover by Lynch. Thank you, Marshawn, for fumbling there. That was very important. And then, of course, he hit the 48-yarder. So we beat Howard Bender. But, you know, that's an industry league. There's a little money involved. We all threw in like 50 bucks. So we get a couple hundred bucks. But uh, bottom line is 14-team leagues, no matter who you're going against, are not easy. Winning that one was a beauty. So... 
kudos to us, I guess. Yeah, congratulations, that. you guys. I fell short in my home league empire. I was going to oh. going to end the league. I got girlied. Nothing. I mean, not a whole lot I could do. I put up 140 points, and he put up about 146. So just. Uh, I feel good about you know it, it would have been had I won the league would have been over so now uh, we yeah. you know we got to make sure we get him beaten next year I, I'm confident I love my team I'll have uh, Bell and David Johnson and McCoy and Derrick Henry next year so uh, I'm confident I can be right back where I, where I was this year maybe maybe got a two year window to to maybe yeah. just end it in two more years plus the money will be a bit more at that point so it, it all it was great great game though I mean we both had real good rosters and again it's just tough to tough to go against get anybody that had Gurley in the playoffs. Yeah. No doubt about it. You know what? This is the comparison for you. So the Empire Leagues, you have to win two years in a row to win the money. So you had a chance to win the money by winning this one. It's kind of like in tennis when you're serving for the third set to win and you lose that one. (laughs) Now you got to win the fourth one. Nope, you lose that one. Now I'm in the fifth set going, why the hell didn't I just serve better in the third (laughs) set? Now you got two years you've got to wait at least two years to win that one yeah it's true but again like the team so uh you know i would have loved to take it down and win but uh still kind of excited that the league's still going too so should have brought your big serve this year you didn't bring your big serve yeah sprained wrist got me (laughs) okay i want to talk about like you said a couple of pickups that happened this week the top quarterback was jared goff now people didn't want to draft jared goff especially in 12 team leagues but this is a guy who really paid off another guy Blake Bortles, 30.2 this week. He was the third highest scoring quarterback. What a last three weeks that guy had. He carried some fantasy teams who were able to put him in. How about Jimmy Garoppolo, 28.4. He was the fourth leading quarterback this week. Just think about that. Those three quarterbacks may have helped some people win fantasy titles. When you look at the running backs, we talked about Deion Lewis, 32.3. Gio Bernard went off for 29.8. He could have been a guy who helped teams win there. And uh, then in wide receivers, here was another one, a free agent pickup that Tom made in our FSTA league. Juju Smith-Schuster didn't look good in the first half. He had, what, minus .2 points, and he ended up with 19.5, fourth-highest scoring wide receiver of the week. So, And again, at tight end, we talked about Antonio Gates, top-scoring tight end this week. I'm sure he was available out there in the NFFC. You couldn't pick him up this week, but, man, if you had stashed him somehow on your roster and started him, he was fantastic. So don't ever give up, folks. Fab is very important. Free agent pickups are very, very important. All right, last thing here, Derek. Todd Gurley, we talked about it. 385.3 points. He averaged 25.6 points per game. Now, David Johnson had 413 last year, so, I mean, it's not unprecedented, but, wow, what a year for Todd Gurley, huh? Yeah, again, we... we we can look back to our uh, our mock draft that we did for 2018 just a couple weeks back on your radio show. Uh, you went Le'Veon Bell first. Tom went uh, Gurley second. I took David Johnson third. I mean, yep. you, no arguments on any of those guys, number one next year. I mean, it's hard to look past what Gurley did. But, again, you look at what Le'Veon Bell can do and still might do and what David Johnson did last year and they you know all that talk about him going a thousand thousand next or you know yep. that he was going to do this year it's all there for him next year regardless sounds like Arians may not be there now but uh, again like whoever comes in there is walking into a great situation with David Johnson so I think we're back on uh, you know running backs being all the rage again for 2018. 
Uh, no doubt about it. Those three have got to be the top three picks. I know Antonio Brown is good. He averaged 22.1. He scored 310 points. But, man, those three running backs are going to be hard to pass on any of those. And then Brown at four is fantastic. So, again, now seven running backs scored 250 or more points this year. Same amount as last year. But here's the kicker. Only two wide receivers scored 250 or more points this year. Two years ago, it was running back carnage, and everybody wanted wide receivers. Now we've had two years in a row of good running backs. I got it. Can it be three in a row? Or do you buck the trend and go wide receiver, wide receiver next year? Well, I think that's what's going to make next year's drafts great because, yes, it definitely can be 3-0 with the talent we have at running backs and, the, and a few more guys coming in like Saquon Barkley, guys getting healthy like Delvin Cook. No question the running backs are going to be studs again next year. But that's what's going to make the drafts great because now there's guys already saying, go ahead, take all those running backs early. I'm going to grab, you know, Odell Beckham and Julio, Julio Jones on the wrap, and I'm going to try and beat you that way. So we're going to we'll, – we'll see. Well, there'll be different strategies, and that's what's going to make uh, the competition great in 2018 again. Absolutely. All right. Russell Wilson was the top quarterback. He averaged 28.8 in the NFFC. Alex Smith was second at 25.9. Of course, Carson Wentz averaged 29.5, but he didn't last the whole year. But 432 points for Russell Wilson in our scoring system. That's an awful lot. And then Kelsey was the top tight end, 233 points. DeAndre Hopkins, the top wide receiver, 310. Again, Todd Gurley, 385. Just amazing. But, man, the Gurley-Hopkins combination was gold this year. No doubt about it. If you mixed in Russell Wilson, fabulous. Kelsey in the fourth round. Fantastic. Jacksonville D, they scored 222. Jesus. Very good. How about throw Greg Zerline in there? Now you got yourself a team, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, crazy. Yeah, I mean, Chris List did like a funny mock draft of uh, kind of redoing his thing, and he took Zerline in the first round, and Jacksonville <laughs> defense in the second, and then took like Mark Ingram in the third, and just would have loaded up. Made it obviously he was being funny with it, but just goes to show you how important uh, those other positions were this year with the the kind of the fall of the wide receiving uh, points. Yeah. So again, we never know what each year is going to bring, but uh, we have an idea for next year, and I'm already looking forward to it. And I, again, I need you to fire me so I can get in and draft again. <laughs> I think that can be arranged, but no, we're going to be busier than ever because we've got some good news coming down the pike. Hopefully we can announce it this week, but uh, we've got, we are going to be busy next year. Just be ready for that. But no, great stuff. And again, you could have drafted these guys anywhere. You didn't have to have the number one pick. That's what everybody wanted this year. But number one was not so great with David Johnson going down in week one. But uh, what a great, great year. Congrats to all of our league champions, our overall champions. If you won any money in the NFFC, you did it the, hard, the old-fashioned way. You earned it. So good, good job there. All right, we're going to come back tomorrow. We'll talk some more about our champions. But, again, get ready for the money next week. We'll have that in your player accounts. And don't be afraid to spend some of it on the postseason contest because we got $100,000 to give out in that one. That is going to be – that's going to be a sick – contest because the nfc is so wide open nfc is wide oh you're exactly right again hundred thousand dollars up from 75 last year so right there it's already a better contest and like you said the nfc afc is still open too i i got a feeling yeah. everyone's thinking new england might walk through there i'm not so sure this year but the nfc wide open i know what i do for my strategy in nfc because i do like my vikings chances of uh playing a home super bowl but again there's still strategy even involved if you know the vikings are going to go there because who are you jumping on are you using keenum are you using thielen are you using Latavius Murray, who knows who you start with. Yep. So again, great contest. Get in. We I think we've already over 170 signups, right? Yep. So uh, yep. 
we got about uh, just under two weeks to get signed up for that, so make sure you don't don't wait too long to get in there because that thing will fill up and that will sell out. Yeah, if I made money on Gurley, I think I'd double up on the postseason and go with <laughs> Let's see what happens there. But, no, it is going to be a wild one, and you're absolutely right. You can say the Vikings might make it. Who do you take? You can say Philadelphia will make it all the way. Who do you take? Who's that one guy that's going to give you four times in the Super Bowl? Such great, great strategy. So start preparing for that one. But, man, pop the corks on the champagne for anybody who won money in the NFFC. You deserved it. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day, and stay warm. It's freezing here. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow.